1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, I'm so excited this week. I'm surrounded by hilarious, beautiful, talented, brilliant women. We have on the show today Michelle Collins, who you guys know from The View. I, of course, know her from The View. I'm obsessed with The View. You guys know I'm a View stan. It's my safe place. I watch it every night before bed. Michelle was a co-host for a while. Now she's got her own Sirius XM show. And you guys, she saw Countess Luann's hashtag Countess and Friends, it's the countess's live show it's in new york she's doing it for two nights but i'm hopeful fingers crossed that she'll be touring the country <laughs> i can see it at the pantages theater here in la that's my hope or at broadway maybe i mean it's it should go to broadway anyway michelle was there at the show so we're going to ask her all about that i'll probably try to slip in some view questions i recently made joy behars famous lasagna recipe so i might ask about that <laughs> and you guys we also have lar shane holes who you guys know from Sexy Unique podcast. She is a brilliant mind. She's so so fucking funny. I'm so excited to talk to her. We're going to talk about Bravo stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars. We're going to talk about everything. But before we do, there's some paper we have to get out of the way. If you don't already, follow me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino. I want to thank our sponsors, Samsung Technology and BulkApothecary.com. If you guys get a chance, you're looking for some essential oils or some soap-making supplies, go to www.BulkApothecary.com. You guys, we have a website now. It's everythingiconic.com, so you'll get to see all of our episodes on there. You guys, we have some really great guests coming up. Now, I don't know if you've heard of the show Music City on CMT. It's very, like, Hills, Laguna Beach-esque. Like, it's that kind of style. It's shot beautifully. And one of the lead guys on it is this guy, Carrie Degman, who I'm obsessed with. I I shouldn't say obsessed because that's creepy, but I'm in love. I'm in love with him. He's the most beautiful man on the planet like he's stunning looking and i've followed his modeling i'm gay so i followed his modeling career for years and i've literally known who this is for years like he's always been like my hall pass in my relationship like one of the many hall passes in my relationship and he's really been like my number one him and this guy chad white so it's like carrie degman chad white chris hemsworth is probably next you know that's probably the order but so Carrie Degman is on the show, Music City now, and he's a aspiring country music artist. And so he's coming on the show. And I've already told my boyfriend that I will sleep with him if he wants. Carrie <laughs> is married, but but I'm willing to do what it takes. So I'm very excited for him to come on the show. I don't know if it's gonna be in person or over the phone yet, but we're working that out. If it's in person, I will ask him to take off his top and I will record it. <laughs> I promise. So I'm very excited about that. So check out Music City on CMT. It's on Thursday nights, and it's legit really good. The reason I wanted to have him on, aside from him being stunning and me wanting him to sit on my face, is that I (laughs) – Sorry, was that too blue? My producer is laughing. I think that was too blue. So I don't know. We We can edit around that, but check it out on CMT. It is so good. Okay, and one more thing, you guys were also on Stitcher. A lot of people have written in and said they listen to a podcast on the Stitcher app. So everything iconic is on the Stitcher app now. So if you don't listen on if you want to listen on that instead of iTunes or Spotify, please do. Tell your friends to listen to it. We're trying to get advertisers, you guys. So it's super helpful. Tell a friend, (laughs) spread the word, social media, whatever you gotta do. It's super helpful. And I'd love you for life and forever. (sighs) You guys I'm so fucking long winded. I want to get to my first guest. It's Michelle Collins. You know her from The View. We're going to be talking all about Luann's new show. So without further ado, and Michelle's new show, which is on SiriusXM Radio. I'll ask her about that. So without further ado, here's the lovely, hilarious Michelle Collins. Hello. Hi, Michelle. How are you
2: Oh, doing? hi, Danny Pellegrino. I'm so great. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm better now that I'm talking to you. I'm so excited.
2: I know. Well, I know that we're recording, so I'm really selling it. Can you tell? Yeah, I,
1: <laughs> I You have like a very nice, sultry voice, which I, I want to get into your new serious show after oh. asking some questions about hashtag Countess and Friends.
2: Oh, please. Let's start there. I, I don't really care about my show as much as I care about Countess and Friends, so let's oh, talk about it.
1: <laughs> of course. Now, I know you wrote a, a brilliant piece for Vanity Fair about the whole show, and everyone needs to go check it out, but how was it in person? How was it?
2: Okay, I'm not going to lie. It was... Really, the most fun I've had. And I'm really serious. Like, I can't even tell you, as a fan, obviously, of The Housewives and just of like shit shows in general, it delivered on almost every level. Like, even when it was bad, it was good. Do you know what I mean? So, sure, of um, and frankly, the crowd, it was a sold out show. Obviously, mostly, you know, gay men and women, which mm-hmm. is like my safe space. Sure. And it, the crowd was just so happy to be there that it really didn't matter. Like, she, she just came out and she sold it. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, you know, um, I was also she's like joked, and I'm air quoting on my side that she lost ten pounds in rehab, Did but she? like she looked so good that I truly was like on the phone with you know Ken Sealy from Intervention, like hook it up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I could use I could use a little Odette. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, she knows- meaning meaning hook me up with rehab, but also I would love to be Luann's friend. You know that? Yeah, both but, of yeah. those
1: things sound great um,
2: to me. my dream, both my dream, yeah.
1: It, weren't you quoted somewhere? So it wasn't a quoted uh, uh, countess's f- good friends, famous friends. And
2: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yes, and actually, it's so funny. So I've never met her. I've like I've met Dorinda, and of course Bethany. You know, but she is like the one I've seen her, but I've never. I don't know. It's so funny. She's almost like someone I don't want to meet because she's so like special as a. Char- it's like meeting a cartoon character. It's like yeah. this is not a real person, you know. So, um, obviously that made my. We had the worst seats i mean we i paid for them i did not get these seats via how, my where, how, dear how friend Luann. i think i paid like they were not expensive i mean they were like 50 bucks each close to, you know two drinks and food and whatever else but that's not bad no not bad at all but i wasn't about to shell out like a hundred dollars you know i'd rather see like elton in vegas like i'm not gonna you yeah. know shell it out for this and um i gotta so, tell you that go on
1: so does she do she does music she does a little mm-hmm. some jokes Right. What is the show like? What's the setup of the show?
2: So she has, first of all, there's a band behind her, and they are called the Real Hound Dogs of New York. My lips just fell off seeing it. I didn't come <laughs> up with it. But that is that is what she kept referring to them as. And I I mean, it was horrifying, but great. Um, and they were like a very handsome backup band. It was a Billy Stritch was on piano. He actually also sang a song. And then I don't know if you know Ben Rimmelauer. Do you know him? I know who it is. Yeah. He's like, I... Fucking love Ben. He's A, the funniest and most adorable, but he was the director of the show. So, yeah. I mean, the jokes were actually very funny. It, you know, she's not a comedian, sure. but as far as just, like, material goes, it was pretty good. Um, You know, and her singing voice is what it is.
1: <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, of course.
2: It's, like, funny, you know, it's like, okay, well, I, it's funny that she wanted to get into that genre, but all right. Yeah, it's working, I guess.
1: It. Yeah, And she has a bunch of friends. Sonia's one of the friends, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Sonia, I saw videos of her taking off her underwear. Was that meant to happen or was that just something that was a spur of the moment decision on Sonia's part?
2: Well, you know, it's so funny. Cause I, uh, Sonia's another one that I've never, I've never met. And she, um, I also was also wondering like, is this drunk thing an act? Meaning she can't be that hammered. You know, she knows yeah. she's playing it up the crowd, but I talked to people who were sitting near her being like, no, she was throwing, she was throwing them back. Like she was really going for it. So, yeah. um, I'm sure that it, you know, once you get up on a stage where people are like cheering and everyone's phones are out and you know she's like an attention whore like we all are so yeah. i'm sure i don't know if it was planned or not but she did it so expertly i mean it was really like it was like x-men marvel universe level underwear removal like it just <laughs> kind of it really it just all of a sudden they were just in her hand and you were like this bitch is a fucking pro yeah you know done that before yeah
1: so was the size of the theater was it small was it big
2: it's a great theater. It felt very haunted mansion. Like, I, my, my friend, uh, Dan Acton, who came with me, we were kept expecting the eyes and all the paintings to move because it was very like <laughs> velveteen, you know, burgundy, like floor-de-lis kind of a, a mood. Sure. Um, but no, it, was, it wasn't it was a huge room, but it was perfect. It, I mean, it was small actually. Um, and even with our bad seats, like, once the show started, we actually were like right to the side of the stage, so we were primed for like Sonia's underwear removal. We actually ended up having a great angle, you know. Yeah um and it was also funny seeing who was there so
1: yeah who was uh, there what celebrities were there were there any housewives there
2: no so here's the scoop uh the show is actually going to tape she has a show coming up on thursday um Mm -hmm. and that's when the bravo cameras are coming so this was really more of a dress rehearsal i didn't know that until Mm -hmm. after i know um so the, all the housewives are going to be there for this next show, okay. um, but Sonia was there, obviously. Then uh, Kelly Ben Simone obviously mm. trotted in, um, not being chased by a cab. Remember when she used <laughs> to jog in traffic? I was a little. Was <laughs> she
1: jogged but, uh, there? I'm sure.
2: For sure, yeah. Um, and Jacques was there. You know, oh, Jacques, Jacques was
1: there. Yes. Interesting. What was the yeah. vibe between the two of them?
2: Very sexy. Yes. Well he, I guess he was there I read later with his girlfriend, but oh, um they well, who knows. That's that never stopped she, Lou before. <laughs> and I'm sure him either, yeah, exactly. She at one point like exited the stage and like specifically went around to like kiss him to the uh-huh. scream of many. It was very nice. Um Girl with No Job was there. Now I recognized her. This is pre um Muslim oh. racism scandal. Interesting. I'm sure, I don't know if you know anything about what happened with her. I don't know. I know either,
1: a lot, I know too much about what's happening with her.
2: That's how I feel, too. I'm kind of upset. Like, I don't want to know about this person. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, how did this person worm her way now into, like, somehow my psyche? But yeah. she was on an episode of Say Yes to the Dress where I actually followed her on Instagram. I thought it was, like, fairly funny. You know, stupid funny. Yeah. She was so annoying on this episode that I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <I can't." laughs> she really was just terrible. And, I mean, I hope she's – if she's listening – I'm, I'm sure I'll see her at Temple, you know, for the high holidays and like, please be nice. <laughs> sure. But she, anyway, she, uh, where- she stole
1: yeah. some of my material before and posted it on her thing. So I follow her just to make sure that she doesn't steal more <sighs> of my stuff.
2: Wow. Did you message her?
1: Uh, you know, when it happened, a bunch of people called her out. I think I maybe tweeted about, tweeted about it or something. Yeah. And a bunch of people called her out. And then she ended up crediting me like hours later And then she sent me like a apology thing, but I'm like, come on, you know what you're doing. Those accounts know exactly what they're doing.
2: Did she send you the apology video she posted with just a different name? Like, I'm so sorry to Danny Pellegrino. (laughs) She just forwards it to all the people she steals from. Um, well, she was there, and actually she was there with the points guy, who I would not have recognized, but my friend Dan, he's like 6'6", six, six. he's a huge guy. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, to you um frequent flyers out there, that might be exciting to you. But there weren't <laughs> a ton of celebrities, it was more, oh, Carson Kressley, who I love, was there. Um So maybe
1: for the next show, the, the last one.
2: I think that they're pumping it up for the last one, and frankly, I don't think it's going to be the last one. I feel like yeah. she, listen, sold out twice. I feel like if she were smart, it keeps her out there. She should do Mm -hmm. it like every month or every week or something. I'd like her to tour it. I want to see it at Pantages out here in LA. I'm sure, I guarantee you that she will take it somewhere. I feel that has to be true.
1: What would you do differently? Like what, how would you improve the show or are
2: there no notes? No, I have notes actually. You know what my notes are? I want her on stage more because what ended Mm -hmm. up happening was it ended up, look, she had a lot of Broadway people come through. They were all great, but it was like. And actually there's, and I'm forgetting her name, but um, she's in SpongeBob. She's fantastic. The girl who plays Pearl in SpongeBob came on stage. I think her name is Jalen. And please forgive me for this, but she's so talented. And she came up and sang the closing number was a song from Dear Evan Hansen, which I've not seen. Um, And the audience, I did, if, I guess if you don't know it, it just kind of sounds like scat. Like I was like, I don't know what the song is. And it's such a serious song. So to end, it brought the house down. So I guess like, Everyone knew it but me, but I kind of was like, This is a weird moment. A it's weird like end. someone it was like when they skated to Schindler's list at the Olympics and people <laughs> were like, huh, like you know what I mean? It just didn't fit with like the theme kind of thing. So I wish she would have come I felt like she should have sang Dream Girls, which if you uh, sing And I am telling you at a Luann uh, show, I'd I mean that is just dead on, you yeah. know. So that's one note. But really I felt like Luann needed to be on stage more. Like we were there to watch her, you know, yeah. so um but maybe like she was nervous or something. I don't know. She was great, though. I really she also, by the way, can I brag? She followed me on Instagram oh before God. I know before the Vanity Fair thing went up. And then, of course, it's like the story of my life where I'm like biting my nails to the knuckle. Like, sure. She, will she hate me? But I felt like my thing was actually very nice. I mean, she knows she's not a good singer. So hopefully that's not news, you know, but she looked great. She was very charming. And, you know, and she really sold it. So
1: I love that. Well, thank yeah. you so much for reviewing it for us. And so I do welcome. want to do a quick lightning round. I'm going to let you go, but I'm just going to give you a quick lightning round of pop culture questions, housewives questions. So just the oh. first thing that comes to mind. Oh my God. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay, okay go. Nini or Kim? Uh,
2: Nini. Uh, LVP or Kyle? Ooh, that's such a tough one. God, I have to go. Honestly, this season, I'm going to go with Kyle. Yeah, me too. Favorite yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt movie? Uh, oh, Can't Hardly Wait, by far. Have you ever tried Joy's lasagna, her famous lasagna? From the I've Jewish? seen it. I've seen it frozen IRL, but I've never tried it. No. Uh,
1: your favorite housewife ever?
2: Um, God, this is like so tough. You know, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. I might. I got to go, go with Vicky. I got to go with Vicky. Interesting. I, and i'll tell you what can i explain yeah go ahead. because i was thinking about it recently i'm like she's been there from the fucking beginning she's still on she can be quite annoying i believe me get it yeah but i feel like she has she just brings it like i feel like i'm never like oh vicky's boring she, like, she always says something you she know
1: she gave us the only good thing last season was when she was leaving that iceland hotel with yeah. the blanket over her that was I'm the only you. good moment of the whole season
2: that's what i'm saying so i actually feel and she looks better than ever um and i know she might be like a trump person so you know but listen none of them are perfect and (laughs) it is what it is all right go on okay mandy moore (laughs) jessica simpson mandy moore favorite mariah carey song oh my god honestly it's gotta be a holy night
1: oh good one yeah good one okay sexiest man alive
2: oh let me thank god I mean, I don't want to be like. I always felt like it's Ewan and McGregor, but ever since this whole divorce thing, he's mm-hmm. kind of lost his shine for me a little bit. So, um, God, Stanley Tucci. I don't know. There's so Stanley many good. Tucci. Ones. You know, no, you know who's really hot as shit, but I never remember his name because he's Dutch. The guy who's in the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, Red Sparrow. Oh, Joel like, Egerton. God no, Marcus. Oh, <laughs> God, no. tweeted me his name. You no, know, Joel isn't bad, but like, let's be real. It's yeah, yeah. He was in that movie with um. The Girl Married to Mumford and Sons. Could I give less details? Oh, God. I don't, Where, even, yeah. I don't even know it, who that is. Like, the, the okay. farming movie. He played, like, the hottest shit horror. I'm about to, like, reach for my laptop. How long is this podcast? Do I have another hour? <laughs> it's, like, Marcus, like, Vorhoven or something. Oh, my God. Anyways. I'm going
1: to try to look it up.
2: He's, he's, like, painfully hot. Like, it's, like, hard to look at him sometimes. He's in
1: Red Sparrow, though? Yeah. Okay. Sex and the City 3, yes or no? No. Where do you stand on Kim Cattrall?
2: Support. Should. I support everyone, though. See, yeah, I'm smart. Support. I support everyone. You know why? Because I love the show. And that's really true. So I like, it, to me, it's like, it's a bad look for everyone. But also, it's, you know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go on. Uh, but should. I love I love Kim Cattrall. So,
1: you know, I do, whatever. too. I mean, that's yeah. talk about Scat. She released an iconic Scat video.
2: Oh, my God. I love that Scat video. So I'm good. sorry. Like that. Ugh. Anyways, go on.
1: Uh, should Fergie release her version of the National Anthem on iTunes?
2: 100%.
1: Okay. Now, thank you so much, Michelle. Now, tell us Is about that your... it? That's it. Yeah, I was I wanted to keep you quick. I didn't want to keep you forever.
2: Oh my god. I would love okay. to talk
1: to you forever. I mean I have... I
2: love you. Remember when we ran into each other on Runyon Canyon? <laughs> that was my best day
1: because I thought I was being on the view. Remember we saw Meredith Vieira? <laughs> yes. <laughs> thought...
2: And then Oh my God, that was so funny. Like, can I just to your listeners say Danny yes, is so he's like genius terminator brain. So we I was like shooting a show at Runyon, you know, and we see this woman with like no makeup, just a normal lady. And Danny's like, look, it's Meredith Vieira. I mean, literally two feet behind us. <laughs> she avoided i've never met her in person but she avoided our cameras rightfully so yeah she like, ran. I, I didn't want to be there either let's be honest like you know runyon's like no
1: i love but, it yeah. i love it michelle but i thought i saw i saw her and you before i went and talked to you i saw her and you and i'm like holy shit they're taping a hot topic segment at the top of the runyon canyon yeah mm-hmm. and i'm
2: gonna be everyone that. was there star jones debbie and me Wheeling they asked Barbara. me to come back <laughs> No. Um, so here's the deal. I have two things to plug and then we can all live right. our lives. Um, so first of all, my podcast, which is edit that out. We just had a name change and we're having an art change this week. I know that the art right now is like unchic. We'll talk about it, but edit that out. iTunes. You'll love it. If you love Danny, hopefully you'll love it. And I adore you. Uh, and please it. come on it, by the way. Like I, I want to. you to. We can like call, like dial you in from our studio in Hollywood. Uh, but then also, I have a series, a daily show on series starting tomorrow.
1: I'm so excited about that. You're going to be on every
2: day, right? Monday through Friday and repeat Saturday, Sunday. But um, it's live every day, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern. And then for you, West Coasters, who obviously are not up at 5 a.m., they're re airing it for your afternoon or evening drive. So it'll be on from 7 to 9 p.m. on the West Coast.
1: And you're the Jenny McCarthy lead in?
2: i am i know they're doing like a whole view little chunk which is nice and it's gonna be
1: all pop culture stuff right
2: it's everything it's news um so some more serious things a lot of me complaining about like um companies screwing me over i feel like that's gonna be 80 percent of the shows me like talking about like enterprise when they put a roach on my bag that's a whole story um we can share that another time but um news celebrity interviews a pop culture, obviously. Tomorrow we're doing a whole Oscars thing. You know, it's it's every day. It's going to be something new and funny. So
1: I can't wait. Mm. Now, uh, one last question: If you yeah. were doing hashtag um, Michelle and Friends, yes. and you had to bring up one of your old View cast oh. members as your Sonia, who would
2: your Sonia be? Oh, my Sonia! God, I mean, I feel like Paula was like the most Sonia. You know what I mean? But not oh. in the not in like the drunk way, but just yeah, yeah. like energy wise. But um That's a tough one. I guess her. I mean, you know what? No, I take it back. Raven, obviously. Like, what am I even saying? Of course. You know I love Raven. So Raven, by the way, as I'm talking to you, you know, we had like a big rainstorm here this weekend in New York. I'm looking at my ceiling and there's definitely some water damage here. Oh, my God. As I'm talking to you, I'm like, my crown molding is separating. (laughs) I must go. Get that taken care of.
1: Thank you so much for calling in. I love you. Let me know when you're not ready.
2: I adore you. Come to New York. Come do all my shows and um, love you and your listeners and mm-hmm. you're the best. Thank the you, funniest. Michelle. All right. All right bye, bye, Danny. Bye. Thanks.
1: Okay, you guys, before I get to my guest, I told you Lara Marie is going to come on. We're going to talk about the Oscars, all of that. But before I do, I got to talk about my main Martha. Now, on the podcast before, I've talked about Martha. She is my cleaning lady. She comes about once a month-ish. Now, before Christmas, they had come over, her and Juan, her husband partner, They'd come on to clean my house. And when I opened the door, Martha threw me out of the way and had violent diarrhea in my bathroom. Now, the walls are thin. I heard it all, okay? I heard it all, and she explained to me after that she... That happens before, right? She had told me this is... One time, Juan had to pull over on the side of the road because she had bad bowel movements. It's happened, okay? Then, the next time she came, I was, of course, concerned about it. After they left... I found a Pop-Tart in my freezer. Now, I don't know if this is related to Martha's bowel movements. I wasn't sure. But this is where we last left (laughs) off. (laughs) This is where we last left left off with Martha's bowels. So the next time she came, of course, I let her in. And I said, Martha, you know, I found a Pop-Tart in my freezer. Did you leave it last time? She, of course, copped to it. (laughs) She said, that was me. You know, she was that was her lunch, and she accidentally left it. And so I wasn't sh- I wasn't quite sure if I should bring it up again, or if I should bring up that maybe it's related to her bowel movements. I, You know, I don't know exactly how to go about handling it. So I just sipped my lips. I didn't say anything. Martha had continued to ask if I still had the Pop-Tart, and I said, no, I ate it, you know, right? What was I to do? <laughs> Somebody leaves a Pop-Tart here, I eat it. <laughs> I do what I got to do. So anyway, then I said, okay, Martha, I'm going to head out. Meanwhile, Juan's just looking at me in confusion. Like he does not know what's happening this whole time. This whole conversation between Martha and I about the pop dart, but I digress. I leave and I told Martha, I said, I'll text you when I'm headed back. You know, I'll let you know when I'm I'm coming back. So I text Martha. I, I was gone for about an hour and a half. They're here for two hours. I text Martha and I said, headed back soon. Are you guys almost done? Now this is the text that I received back. I hope you're all sitting down for this because it's really it's, – it's something. Okay, so this is from Martha directly. She says, <laughs> she says, I was texting while using the restroom. I have extremely bad bowel movements after drinking coffee, LOL. I probably should have kept that to myself. <laughs> so I was taking advantage while on the toilet. But no, absolutely, I will see you soon. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Okay, so you guys, like, what, first of all, what does this mean? I just said, all I said to her was that I'm headed back soon. And she says, I have extremely bad bowel movements after drinking coffee, LOL. So, like, she's at this point laughing out loud, okay? And then she goes on to say, I probably should have kept that to myself. So I'm picturing her, like, she's literally on my toilet, you guys. She's on my toilet saying this. She says, I was taking advantage while on the toilet. So is she texting me this on the toilet? Or was she just saying that she took advantage of the toilet earlier? Like, what what does it all mean? And then she just sweeps this all under the rug when she says, but no, absolutely, I will see you soon. So so I'm thinking, like, is she going to clean up after herself. And why is this the third month in a row that we've had bowel issues from Martha? <laughs> like I don't I don't get like what's is this from frozen pop tarts? Like what is going on? And now a lot of you have written in and said you want Martha on the show and you guys I don't know how to go about asking Martha to come on my show to talk about her bowels. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's appropriate conversation to have. I do not know. But we need answers and I'm here to I'm going to keep updating you. I don't think we'll get Martha on, but I think I think this isn't the last we've seen of it. And and you know what, frankly, they don't even do a good job of cleaning, but I am not getting rid of them at this point. This is this is like the podcast serial like we all need to know how this ends, right? So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. I'm here with Lara Marie Shanehalls. Hi. I'm so excited. Now, I did your show. We talked it a little bit about in the intro, mm-hmm. sexy,
3: unique podcast. Yes, which
1: is fairly new,
3: right? It's newish. Yeah, it's about a year old. But I've been like doing Pump Rules related content for you know almost three years. So. And what, why do you like about pump rolls? Why do you, why are you attracted to
1: these people?
3: Um, I love anyone that's willing to like, let it all hang out and just be a mess on camera. And these people have really led us into their messy lives in such a real way. And I'm just obsessed with it. Yeah. I feel like each of them are like a psychological study on their own. Totally. Yeah. And it's also been so fucking
1: good this season. Oh, I my mean, there's God. so much
3: stuff they're giving us, right? Yeah. They're just, like, out of control this season.
1: What would you say is, like, your peak Vanderpump moment? Like, what's your favorite thing that they've done or said? Or what's the peak for you?
3: The peak for me, it's probably, like, I'm a diehard Kristen Doty fan. Me too. As are you. Yeah, which we really bonded over. We need to talk about this in a second, but go ahead. So, I would say my peak Vanderpump is probably just, like, crazy Kristen circus season two like especially when she and tom went to arrowhead and they like mm-hmm. weren't getting along and everything he said was like pissing her off mm-hmm. and then when they finally made up and then his band performed and then she was like supportive girlfriend like swinging her underwear around and throwing it on stage <laughs> i lived for that oh
1: god she's given us so much yeah i love when she told the manager to suck a dick yeah that was- oh that was
3: iconic too it was so
1: good yeah And now I need to talk to you about this because I did your show, Sexy Unique Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how much I love Kristen and how I want her on this show. Yeah. And you came up with this brilliant hashtag. Hashtag Kristen is iconic. Yeah, And we mentioned it on this show a bunch too. And people started tagging me all over the internet. Yes. And tagging Kristen. So at first I thought, holy shit, this is great. Like we're going to get her on. Ariana was on the show and Mm -hmm. she like sent out, I think she hashtagged it when she sent out the information about the show. So I'm like, we're going to get her. And then something happened where we crossed a line. No. (laughs) No. Oh, my God, no. Something happened where I thought, oh, now we're just bullying Kristen because she's (laughs) not responding at all to any of this. Like, at the very beginning, right after I did your show – it was like the outpouring of support. I think Kristen liked a couple of the tweets, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that it was great. I saw
3: her kind of getting involved, and I thought we, we were making progress in this grassroots movement. <laughs> yeah. And I backed off because I was like, if I get into it too much, it'll come across as a troll. And like, I genuinely want her to do your podcast, yeah. and me too, by yeah. the way. <laughs> me too. i was like,
1: I thought for sure we're gonna make it happen, and then something switched in my head where I was like, oh, we're bullying her now, and we need <laughs> to stop. So this is my first public. Plea to stop this movement. Oh my God! Should we stop it or should I? I mean, just... we
3: started it, so we can stop it anytime. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a pro- an appropriate call to make. Yeah, I just don't want to bug her, right? You know, like yeah. I mean. Because I love her so much. I love, I her, love so much. her. I feel like she must love the attention, but it's a rocky... It's been a rocky road between me and the cast of Vanderpump Rules, uh-huh. so I understand if the movement needs to stop. We'll see. I maybe. hope that she... Maybe I can say I officially detach myself from the movement, <laughs> yeah, and I have nothing too. to do with it anymore. Me too. And if she wants to come on your podcast, that's her decision, and give her the autonomy to make that decision. I, I, I guess... Let's not tell listeners to stop doing it, but maybe use your discretion. (laughs) Use your discretion. Or say, it's not bullying at Kristen (laughs) Doney. We love you and truly think hashtag Kristen is iconic. And then if you put it that way, let's reframe it. You're right. You're right. No, you mentioned you have had an up and down
1: with the cast. Explain yes. yourself.
3: Well, I started podcasting about Vanderpump Rules back in 2014 when season 3 premiered and I was doing a podcast called Pumped Podcast and my former podcasting partners and I would have like funny guests on, but then we also reached out to the cast so we had a bunch of the cast members on, like almost all of them. And the lines became a little bit blurred between like friendly relationships and then like fun light-hearted trolling and then I think the cast started to kind of take a lot of issue with me personally and my then my podcasting partners got really close to them so I think they thought that I was a bully and that I had been very like insincere with them because I would have them on the show and then make fun of them but what they don't really understand is that i do it all out of love Mm -hmm. like it's a it's an obsession that i feel compelled to talk about and they've given so much to me and enriched my life in so many ways so i have a lot to say about them Mm -hmm. and it's a mixture of both and i think in this
1: when talking about these people like our feelings towards them change at the drop of a dime right like i love someone one week and then I hate them the next week. I mean other than Kristen who I've loved since the beginning. Yeah, no, Kristen always. <laughs> She's so good. Yeah. It's interesting. So has any of them confront have any of them confronted you directly?
3: We had a confrontation on an episode of Pumped Podcast. There was a confrontation where Kristen, um, Katie and stassi came on the podcast to confront me about uh-huh. some things that I had said that made them angry. And I thought that we were getting together to just, like, lol about the episode. And it turned out that that was not the case. And so they really took me to task. And it was... It's maybe the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. Because you're having people be like, you said this.
0: Oh, my God. You said
3: this. Like, how dare you? And I was like, I'm kind of... I'm sorry that it hurt their feelings. But I'm also not sorry because it's like, I'm a comedian. Like, this is all a joke. You know what I mean? And so... I kind of tried to walk that line of being like, I hear what you're saying, and I apologize if my comments hurt you, um, but also not try. I don't know, it was just, yeah. it, I encourage everyone to listen to it, you can what still access the I, I want to still RIs. act. did
1: you put it in as is? It's
3: on the, um, yeah, it was uploaded as is, it's a two-parter, so part one is the awkward one, and then part two, we're kind of lolling again, and it seems like relations are s- restored, but... Yeah. It's just been dicey ever since then. Oh my god, I cannot wait to go listen to it. It reminds me of last
1: week when I confronted Miss Juicy from Little Women Atlanta about her blocking me on Instagram.
3: (laughs) Did she unblock you afterwards? Oh, good, good, good. But oh my
1: god, it was the most awkward long pause. I've ever heard and I when I was putting the episode together I was like oh should I cut this but it's just so awkward and cringy I was like I have to leave it in
3: yeah at, at first I was like really so my, my story
1: is like the low budget version of yours
3: <laughs> I love that it's Like, <laughs> which my show is the
1: low budget version of your show so it's perfect
3: <laughs> no you cover I'm like keep sexy unique really specific to Vanderpump rules yeah. and I feel like you did the smart thing where you can branch out and talk about anything that comes to mind well when I did
1: your with. show we did talk about everything we talked yeah. about Paddington quite a bit we and did you have you're... the best Best fans ever, like the Sex Unique fans, or what what do they call them? The Sex
3: Unique people.
1: They are so fucking amazing and so funny, and everyone was just so nice, so I loved it. Yeah,
3: they loved your episode, and it was so much fun to have you on.
1: Oh good, I had the best time. So, do you watch any of the other Housewives?
3: I will tune in and out of Beverly Hills, and I think I'm going to go back to watching New York this season, because it's just gotten so crazy that I like have to get involved again.
1: Did you watch the trailer? Uh, yeah. How good was that? It trailer? was so
3: good. It was so good, and they
1: didn't even include any of the boat trip footage. No,
3: and the, this like cruise that they went on that they got like stuck on. Like, oh I'm, my god, those I ladies are—they've taken things to new levels that it's I didn't even think were was possible.
1: So good, and that trailer. I mean, I love that New York does that thing where they put in that classical music. My producer Whitney was telling me about how much she loves that classical music intro, <laughs> and it's just like it just switches halfway through, and it's like, yeah, this is. it's like drama comedy they give us everything and also they give us levels with their comedy where it's like they do pratfalls on new york they do you know satire it's like they're giving us everything Mm -hmm. bethany's got good one-liners you know so new york just gives us so many levels i'm a little concerned about dorinda though
3: like her just like her boozing and stuff
1: well that <laughs> I should be more concerned about that <laughs> I was going to say her overproducing But I'm also concerned okay. about her drinking
3: Yeah and overproducing is never it. I don't have a lot of context for Dorinda Because I like have just been dipping in and out But if is she Like she feels produced she, Or she's like coming
1: out She's always been line. so great But I noticed last season she dipped a little bit into Doing these like catchphrase moments Where mm. it felt like she was saying certain things Like, like clip clip where it was like it didn't really make sense in context i felt like i felt she went into the scene ready to say that to put it on a mug mm-hmm. you know and and maybe she wasn't but she's always been still amazing like yeah still a favorite housewife but in the trailer she does a few moments where i'm like oh dorinda there's one point where she just stuffs a cake in her face like fucking mrs doubtfire yeah <laughs> like, like what are you doing dorinda like
3: this... Bethany's like i want to that <laughs> I, I would be pissed if someone faced a cake right yeah i mean i
1: would be so pissed and it just felt like maybe she went into that hoping somebody would throw the face cake in her face mm-hmm. and it wasn't happening so she's like let me do it myself yeah fucking you've Eubene- been what's her name eugenia doubtfire what's, what's her name I can't remember. <laughs> what's
3: her- wasn't it it was, was something Doubtfire's like that first
1: name i don't remember but you know they were supposed to do a mrs doubtfire too Bonnie Hunt was supposed to write it. My, oh my queen, God. Bonnie Hunt, was supposed to write Mrs. Outfire too. Wow. And then it never happened. Sad. I, I digress. <laughs> it can
3: never happen. <laughs> well,
1: now it's happening on New York with yeah. with Dorinda Dorinda's taking the reins. She also has a moment in the trailer where she says, say it, forget it, write it, regret it.
3: Oh, yeah. Now, it took me
1: a whole weekend to process this because I didn't understand exactly what it meant. And I tweeted about it. And, of course, a lot of people tweeted back to me saying, of course, it means... If you say something, then everyone can forget it, but if you write it, then there's proof of it. Right? Am I saying that right? And
3: then you'll you,
1: then you will regret it. You'll regret yeah. it if you write it because there's proof of it.
3: So like it's like if you need to burn like do a burn to someone. I'm still processing oh. all of this. I'm still yeah. I think there was maybe text messages involved with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess like you don't want someone to have the receipts if you acted like a fool. Yeah. It's in regards to that more so than like the process of writing or working through problems i guess so
1: i guess i'm still learning <laughs> that is a catchphrase but it felt to me that moment like she was gonna put it on a fucking throw pillow mm-hmm. and that's what i worry and then finally one more thing about dorinda is i saw her on i think it was 60 minutes or it was like one of those shows like a, a segment And it was about these celebrities hiring social media people. So they specifically focus on her and her guy that she uses for social media, Mm. who he does it all for her. And I know, I mean, logically we know these people, these women have people doing all their social media for them. Yeah. But it takes away a little bit of the natural stuff. And we saw some B-roll of Dorinda doing different events and stuff where it was like the social media guy was doing all of her tweeting and her Instagramming for her, and it just may- pulled back the curtain a little too much.
3: Yeah. I thought. It takes away from, like, the authenticity of, like, her character, so to speak. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah.
1: But I love those girls. She and...
3: probably is having, like, joke pitch meetings, too. She has <laughs> yeah. this social media guy, and he's like, yeah. say it, forget it, write it, regret it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yes. And don't get me wrong, I'll buy that shirt. Yeah, I will.
1: Yeah. I, I'll pre-order it as soon as it goes up, but I don't know.
3: I worry. Have you... I love
1: Jenna so much that's why I worry.
3: Yeah. Have you um gotten any of them to do that cameo thing? Yes. You yeah.
1: Have? I did Sonia. Oh, perfect. She was drunk in the Caribbean. <laughs> you don't say.
3: <laughs> she, she just Sonia? Yeah. Yeah. No. She was
1: drunk in the Caribbean and it's the best and I don't she didn't even so, Cameo is this website where you write in what you want these people to say, and it's like 40
3: bucks or something. It's a good hustle. It's a good hustle, right? Yeah. Do, have you done it? No, I need to, like, I'm trying to, like, figure out how to get on Cameo because yeah, I'm ready to just say should. hi to people yeah. for 40 bucks. I know, pop- I know a couple podcasters that are on it. I know. I kept seeing that, and I was like, some of them, I was like, I don't even know who these people are. Like, if they can be on Cameo, why not me? Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: I did a Sony one, and it was. A discounted one. I think she was like thirty,
3: maybe. She was having a splash she, sale. It was like
1: a, I swear to God, because oh I, god. I had also done Vicky, and I did Dina Lohan, which I haven't posted because mm. it was too dark.
3: <laughs> you have to post that because all
1: of them I was doing is, like podcast promo. So I was writing in for them to say, you know, listen to everything iconic on. Oh my iTunes god, or that's
3: really smart,
1: right? But they never do it proper. <laughs> they never. <laughs>
3: They That's even do. better. That's kind of better. Yeah, Sonia. is good. Will you show me the Dina? Off- like... I will. Okay. I, I yeah. have to dig it up, but we I will can do show it, you. it offline. It
1: just seemed so dark to me that, uh, and maybe I'll post it. That'll be like the That's promo really for, this, <laughs> for this episode <laughs> because it's just her in like in a house. It's a very sad house. Like it just seems there's no energy. It seems lifeless. She's on an old armchair. It's just sad. <laughs> I love she that. seems so lifeless. There's no joy, Devive.
3: It's nothing. It's like, it's all gone. It's the shark eyes, just like dead in the uh, eyes.
1: Yeah. It was like somebody, she told Michael to just film her real quick. And yeah. She, she got out a bunch of them. And yeah, I banked it. And I kept saying, maybe I'll post it. And every time I looked at it, I was like, oh. You're this, sad. This is sad.
3: You can use it for mine. Yeah. I, I love dark. I feed off of darkness. So it makes me, it gives me joy. I'm
1: trying to think. Vicky's was very um, unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> she just went off script yeah. quite a bit.
3: You can't tell Vicky what to do. Mm
1: -mm. No. She's
3: not going to be okay with that.
1: (laughs) Michelle Collins told me that Vicky's her favorite housewife.
3: Yeah. Like, of all time,
1: and I... It was shocked.
3: Vicky is not to overuse this word but she is iconic and it truly is. I always joke cuz I have another podcast called Babe that I do yeah. with my friend Ryan O'Connell and I always joke that he is Vicky. Like <laughs> she is the like housewife embodiment of him. Like they're both like high drama all the time, high stakes, like freaking out and they're very very similar people. Oh my god. So I love every that. time I watch Vicky, it feels like I'm watching Ryan.
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, Vicky gave us the only good episode last season, which was the uh, blanket over the head in the wheelchair. <laughs> that was the only good episode we got That's last classic. season.
3: Classic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I want to switch gears for a little bit, and I want to talk about the Oscars. Did you watch the Oscars? I did. What did you think?
3: You know, I thought they were kind of boring. Yeah. I fast-forwarded. I, I was on—I let it play for a while before I watched, so I could fast-forward through anything that I was, like, snoozing Um. Through, and... Did you watch the red carpet at all before? Um, no, but I was, like, go- like Googling their outfits and stuff. I thought Jennifer Lawrence looked the best. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite outfit of the night. She looked gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A, lo- a lot of the outfits were good. The only thing I miss is that no one's doing any crazy looks anymore, which yeah. is upsetting.
3: Tiffany Haddish kind of had, like, a really, like experimental look or just like a boundary pushing one yeah. I liked her red carpet look and I love that she wore that white dress again twice I, yeah. it was, it's been
1: like three or four times it's been wearing, a lot oh yeah. my god it's so good it's yeah.
3: a good it's like a really good callback yeah. and I'm here for it I hope she just keeps the rest of her career keeps wearing yeah because it. it looks fantastic on her yeah it looks really great yeah a
1: lot of them looked really good Rita Moreno is that how I yeah. Rita Moreno she wore the same dress she wore when she won the Oscar like a hundred years ago oh I don't know if it was 100, but it was a a while ago. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's pretty badass, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you still look good enough to wear this 60-year-old dress. Yeah. A lot of the older ladies look good. Jane Fonda looked amazing. Mm -hmm. Which she's defying odds and gravity. Yeah,
3: she's, (laughs) like, otherworldly. I don't know how she does it. She's, like, in her 80s. Do you watch Grace and Frankie? No, I haven't watched it. I got back into it. Are you
1: you a big fan? (laughs) Yeah. I got back, I sort of gave it up for a couple years, and I just sort of randomly hop back in and they were selling vibrators and I'm like, yeah, I'm back on board. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the storyline that I hop back into. Yeah.
3: That sounds great. Yeah. it was
1: like two old ladies selling vibrators. I'm sold.
3: There was like the 95 year old actress or 93 year old actress that did a, she presented something. Oh yeah. What was her name? Um, What was her name?
1: Oh, uh, Eva Eva Marie Marie Saint. Saint. Yeah.
3: She also looked
1: incredible. Yeah. She was sort of telling her life story
3: mm-hmm. a little bit, which
1: I was here for. Yeah. I liked it. She had
3: a lot to say, but I was <laughs> I was more so just, like, fascinated by the fact that, like, you're 93, you're up on stage, mm-hmm. you're giving me, like, eye contact, you're very with it, you look great. Like, it gave me a lot of hope for being like, getting older. Totally. Yeah. All the women are getting me giving mm-hmm. me hope for getting yeah. older. Yeah, it was really good, like, the, like... It was good reverse ageism or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, breaking, like, ageism stereotypes. Because, like, Frances McDormand is everything. Oh, That moment. I also read this morning that she lost her Oscar at that
1: someone moment. Someone stole like, yeah. it. Like, Frances doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like someone no, stole it care. and she probably does not care. I know. They I caught the
3: person that stole it. And he, I guess he's, like, arrested for grand larceny or something. that Or whatever it is when you yeah. steal something expensive. And... I could see Frances just being like, whatever, let him go. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> she, she doesn't care. Fun. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, she does not care, and I'm here for it. And what did she say? Um, The rider. What was rider that? Rider inclusion. In, rider inclusion. Oh yeah. my god. That, her whole speech was made the night for me, because it was that, that moment we were all waiting for. Mm-hmm. Just some sort of acknowledgement. Yeah. I know a lot of people were complaining that maybe this, the Oscars was, like, the Me Too movement being over, because there wasn't a lot of
3: There wasn't a lot of that. There wasn't a lot of, like, politics brought in. I feel like they kind of played it safe in that sense. And it was a lot of, like, calling back to old Hollywood and, like, classic movies, which I get. Like, that's great. But it's also, like, I feel like the film industry is changing so much and, like, film distribution and the way we, like, consume movies and TV is kind of more important than movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like... It, like, holding on to the past too much. Yeah. And then there were great moments, like, with Frances's acceptance speech where it's, like, wow, we're moving forward, and this is, like, ushering in a new era, but I'm ready for, like, that old Hollywood stuff to just to die, die and yeah. be replaced with, like,
1: I don't know, more Netflix. Yeah? Yeah. What would you do if you were in charge of the Oscars?
3: Um, If I was in charge How of the Oscars... I would have a comedian host it for yeah. sure. Like not like a late night host, but like someone like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Um... Chris Rock. Yeah. When we so... were younger, I remember he used to
1: host a lot of the MTV awards. or yeah. What was it?
3: The, yeah. It was like the MTV movie awards or something. Yeah. And it
1: was always so funny. Yeah. The VMAs too, maybe. The VMAs. Yeah. yeah.
3: And those were always like, there was always something wild happening. Like I remember Howard Stern flying in as Ugh. like, wasn't he like Buttman With or his something butt like out, that? Yeah. yeah. And like, just like more stunts. Even like I would take like a Nickelodeon. do they do the kids' choice Yeah, over? Rosie used to
1: host all the time. Yeah, when Clean they Rosie. would slime
3: people. <laughs> like
1: So you think they should slime people? I on think the they should
3: slime some people. And
1: let Rosie host. Yeah.
3: And let oh you need <laughs> Rosie to host. Oh,
2: I would love that. They
3: should have an Oscar's I would actually do one that would have like a montage of really bad movies. So Ooh. like riding the bus with my sister, that like the Rosie. Best classic.
2: Rosie movie. Oh
1: my yeah. god. Um
3: Haring and the Spy. Yeah, and just like really like I would include <laughs> way more writer inclusion. I would do movie inclusion where yeah. we just include all the terrible films as well as the good ones.
1: Lean into Rosie's filmography and yeah. just do a whole, <laughs> whole Flintstones like segment. Yeah. I mean we could do what was the other one? Um oh, Sleepless in Seattle, which that's not even a bad movie. That's just Mm-mm. great. It's I a could
3: classic. talk about Rosie's
1: movies forever. Yeah. Have you heard of Smilf?
3: Smil- yeah, I have. It's so good.
1: Okay, cool. I need to it's watch good. that. I'm only I only two in, but it's good. Okay. And Rosie's like got white hair and she's, she's just in really it? good at yeah. She's oh wow. She's good. I'm ready for a Rosie comeback. She's having it. Yeah, <laughs> a Rosie Rosie's, Renaissance, <laughs> a song. <Rosa-son. laughs> a song <Rosa-son. laughs> Rosie has never went anywhere as far as I'm concerned. Look at the kush Wait, producer, oh God, can you hand yeah. me that kush <laughs> I have a kush thing. You're from having, having a show. very
3: like Rosie <laughs> setup over here.
1: <laughs> this sits on my desk. <laughs> This is, for listeners, this is the Kush fling shot. This is what Rosie used to have on her talk show. She would yeah. fling this out into the audience. She loved it. I had it years ago, and it still sits with me.
3: Yeah.
1: Her <laughs> spirit is with her you forever. Is... I always say, though, like, Rosie does a different kind of talk show than what Ellen You know, Ellen's sort of the heir to Rosie, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Rosie was so into pop culture, and Ellen's not, yeah. really. Like, Ellen does a lot of fun in games and stuff, but she doesn't. I I don't get the impression that Ellen like loves movies or TV or film, and so it's like I miss Rosie's that uh, joy de vivre.
3: Mm -hmm. Remember Rosie's obsession with Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, it was my favorite. It was really good.
1: (laughs) And Barbara Streisand. Do you remember like when she had Barbara on for or Tom when she would have Barbara or Tom on? For, like, the week before, she would just talk about how excited she was. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah,
3: I love that. Because that's, like, how I feel mm-hmm. when I would do stuff like that. Like, if it was, like, back when I would have the Vanderpump Rules people mm-hmm. on, it would be, like, a an whole event.
1: Yeah, that's how excited I am about Kristen, if yeah. she ever comes on yeah. the show. I cannot wait. Yeah, I miss that. That's, like, a whole, a whole thing. that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. But anyway, back to Oscars. Red carpet. What else? Who else did you like? I loved... Let let me stop you. Yeah, no, you go. You go. (laughs) I love Jennifer Garner in that blue dress. Oh yeah, she looked amazing. the hair and makeup looks so good. She looks so fantastic. And I just thought Ben was probably looking at home like, what did I do? Well, yeah, I she really
3: had a moment. Wait, and you, also you guys are friends now. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I've
3: never talked about this on the podcast yet. I was going to one time, but Jennifer Garner sent me cookies,
1: so we're basically dating. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're best friends. She sent me two boxes of Thin Mints and a note. I framed the note. It's right there. Oh my
3: god, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it looks beautiful. IRL. She
1: says in the note, "I have your address now." Dot dot dot.
3: <laughs> I love that, like, yeah. kind of threat. Yeah, it's a threat. And it's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, you
1: have my address, like, stop by. What yeah, if she tomorrow. just popped in? Oh my
3: god, that would be major.
1: Can I tell you, my friend called me this morning and he texted me like fifteen minutes before and he was like, Can you FaceTime? I'm like, and he works with celebrities he's a music video director. Mm-hmm. And he's worked with like Reba before in the past. And okay, he knows yeah. I love Reba. So I'm like, Yeah, are you calling me with someone? He's like, Yeah, be ready to FaceTime. And so I'm thinking, Oh holy shit, Reba's calling. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be on the air. <laughs> So I put on some foundation, you know.
3: <laughs> I get, you got Reba ready.
1: I got Reba ready. Like, I was so ready for Reba to call me. Like I thought for sure. And it's happened, but he's called me, like, with Reba before, so I'm like, this oh my is God, ha- it's all happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get it from my computer. I'm just sort of waiting, like, oh my, when's this happening? I'm getting, like, the screen record ready on my computer mm-hmm. so that I could record this conversation between me and Reba. And he calls me and it's him and his girlfriend in the car they had just come from the doctor and it was their sonogram like they're having a baby oh. and so like the person that he was talking about that's going to be calling was this unborn baby and I have never been more disappointed in my life that is really
3: upsetting.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm curious I was so now. upset I was like I'll call you back <laughs> Hung up, I, like, wiped off my makeup, and I was like, okay. And then I called him back, and I was like, congrats on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Those like, does not warn a FaceTime. I know. It was, like, the most disappointing thing I've ever Text been through me. in my life. Text me. Text like, I'm me I'm happy I'm happy that you're having a baby, but, like, I thought I was talking about Reba McIntyre.
3: Yeah. Ugh. Just clarify. At least just say, like, it's not Reba, so you yeah. don't get your hopes up.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now every time the front door rings, I know that Jennifer Garner has my address, mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume that it's her showing up, right? Yeah. I mean, who among us won it?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know who else I loved is Nicole Kidman's blue yes. dress.
1: Yes. Her yeah. dress was amazing. And she had a great moment with Sandra Bullock, too. Mm-hmm. Where oh, where it...
3: she like found her on the red carpet mm-hmm. and they oh, had yeah, a little no. tease yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah. You... I love when celebs get goofy on a red carpet. <laughs> 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 they, like, crash the interview and they all laugh. And it's just, like, so silly. I love that. It's so, yeah. good. It's so good. I have
1: something important to ask. You know, this is a deep question and you know forgive me and just ignore it if you want to Mm -hmm. i apologize in advance but are you a practical magic fan duh so good right you know
3: what? i actually had not watched it until recently and i watched it on an airplane coming back from hawaii and it was truly it's one of the best movies i've ever seen so
1: good it's I love so it good. so much I watch it every Halloween <laughs> so anyway I love that moment between them two they were acting goofy and they were talking about I think they mentioned Practical Magic mm-hmm. there was like a little behind the scenes story about Practical Magic with I live for that stuff and I
3: can't wait for Oceans
1: is it Ocean's 8 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm no, in it's so
3: good mm-hmm.
1: what about the men I mean I hate men but was there anyone that you thought was cute
3: um I thought
1: Army Hammer looked handsome.
3: Army Hammer looked really handsome. He always does. Timothy Chalamet, in my opinion, is the new Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. Like he's giving me like this, just like young, sprightly, like sexy rascal. Yeah, Yeah. I love him. Did you
1: like? What was your favorite movie of last year?
3: My favorite movie probably Get Out. I liked Call Me by Your Name a lot too.
1: Uh, what about Paddington?
3: Paddington I haven't seen yet. Ugh. So I told you It's on my one. list. You need to get it. It's on, on it. my list. So Paddington good. 2. Paddington I think and- I can get whatever, I like it's not, like I'll get it if I just hop in on 2.
1: I don't know. Or there are Nic- a lot of callbacks <laughs> to 1. a lot one, of callbacks. So. <laughs> also Nicole's in Paddington 1.
3: Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. What doesn't good. Nicole Kidman do? She does it all. Yeah.
1: She does it all. HBO, Prestige, Paddington. Mm-hmm. She'll do it all. Um, yeah, any other men? I'm trying to think of what else was
3: good. Jordan Peele looked really nice. Oh, yeah, he, he was his, handsome. Yeah, he was really handsome. I was so ham-
1: happy he won. Mm-hmm. I, I was so happy. And he tweeted something about how Whoopi Goldberg, when she won her Oscar, really inspired him. That, you know, when he was younger, that he could win that. He can win an Oscar. Yeah. And I just thought, Yeah. It just I like any good Whoopi Goldberg respect.
3: Yeah, and I liked Whoopi Goldberg's whole look last night. Uh,
1: Yes, iconic. Yeah, she
3: was taking risks. I'm here for a risk Mm -hmm. because like we need more. I remember being young and watching the Oscars every year and just like on the edge of my seat for what Cher would wear because she always would pull like a Bob Mackie look. Yeah, and that was one of the highlights of my year as like a young girl. So I feel like the older I get, the less exciting everyone's outfits are.
1: They all play it safe and I know they always say like best actress winners or or if they're the front runners, they're not supposed to wear something wacky because it's like you're always gonna look back on that moment mm-hmm. and you don't want, you know, something too trendy or whatever. So usually those best actress people are so muted and downplayed downstated. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. Understated. Understated. And yeah, I miss those moments. Like, Cher didn't give a fuck. When she won her award, she was wearing that big Bob Mackie headpiece, and Mm -hmm. it was just so
3: great. Yeah, it's a moment. And it's badass. It's like, she looks back, and she's like, yeah, I fucking wore that. Mm -hmm. And like, Gwyneth's dress is like, forever seared into my brain. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't like, I mean, it was beautiful, but it's also kind of like an unexpected color. Like, it just, things used to be more exciting.
1: Who are you rooting for next year? Like, who do you want to see have a comeback? Oh, man. Who or do, who do want you see love?
3: Come back? Did, I would love. Did you have any disappointments last night for winners? Um, I would have liked Timothy to win over Gary Oldman, Ugh. just because I'm like, who actually gives a rat's ass I mean, about I put Gary? On a Oldman. bunch of makeup. I put yes. on a bunch of makeup for Reba this morning. I didn't yeah. win an award. No, and like whatever. Like some of those shots, your like double chin looked like fake. Yeah. Anyways, to me, so I'm over it. Yeah. I would have loved a Timothy speech. Um. And, like, Shape of Water, I liked it. Like, it's fine, but it's also, I mean, I feel like it would have been cooler if something else had won. Yeah.
1: I watched Shape of Water. I watched a screener while I was on um, Amazon customer service, like, chat Mm -hmm. with a rep because one of my orders was fucked up. And it was the entirety of the movie I was talking to someone on their Amazon chat. And Mm -hmm. so I was so enraged by this customer chat that I felt like I couldn't enjoy the movie. Yeah. So I need to watch it again. I don't know if it was good or not.
3: Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I when I was seeing all the clips from it last night, I was like, oh, I really want to watch this again because it is a cool movie. But like a best picture, like I feel mm-hmm. like the Oscars just don't, they're not what they used to be. Yeah. Because it used to be like everyone would collectively love this movie and then you would get to see this movie win the Oscars yeah. and now it's not like that anymore. Yeah.
1: I was happy when Coco won. I love Coco. That was probably mm, one of my favorites that. of last year. Like, it was so good. And just to see it recognized was exciting to me.
3: I like the performance, the song for Coco oh, with yeah. Miguel. Gail Garcia, though, was bad, right? He was terrible. <laughs> he was, okay. Okay. <laughs> he was for a second, really I was bad. like, wait, did you like that? Perfect. No, I liked it in the sense that it was so yeah. awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was another woman that sang, and she was not good. Not in the Coco one. Not different. Mary J, right? Not Mary J. The
1: Greatest Showman one.
3: It might... Yeah, I think it was her. She was wearing a blue dress, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember, but I was like, this is pitchy and then we <laughs> just kept watching, and it's like they keep going. There's You know, what? I said, you know, someone needs to tell this lady that practice makes perfect. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! There's plenty of people we could have said that. Right? Yeah, like yeah. a lot of practice for mm-hmm. those people. I miss. Do you remember back in the day when they would do for Best Actress? They would have all the previous Best Actress. Like they would have that whole lineup of women. Mm-hmm. I just miss lineups of women. Yeah, no,
3: and we need more women. Yeah,
1: I don't know. They, but it was it was fine. But yeah, it was kind of boring. Like there wasn't a whole lot.
3: Going I, think, on. I think it's good what everything he was saying, everything Jimmy Kimmel brought up. He like honored kind of the issues that we're facing in like yeah. a respectful way and it's like cool that he's saying that and using this platform to kind of spread that message but at the same time it's like come on i want to be entertained like yeah. that's why we like watch the oscars and watch movies in the first place like everything's so serious now to take it back to the mtv movie awards i sure, love when it they always make, goes back to that. it always goes back to that when they make like fake clips or like parodies of movies yeah. it was always so funny do
1: you remember when lisa kudrow hosted and she inserted herself into armageddon but it was like with the cast of Sync?
3: really no i don't remember was called... that
1: <laughs> i hate that i remember this it was called armageddon sink <laughs> I swear to God, I remember That's it a like deep I remember it vividly. Like I can't remember what happened in Shape of Your Water, but I remember the Shape it. of Your Water or whatever. What was it was <laughs> Shape of the Water. But I remember Armageddon sink so clearly. Yeah. It's etched in my brain. It was like the N Sync boys. You know that scene in Armageddon when Liv Tyler is laying down and Ben Affleck is like putting the animal crackers on her mm-hmm. belly? So they redid that, but it's like the entire all the boys from NSYNC doing it to Lisa Kudrow. Oh my
3: God, it's so good. It's That's on YouTube. That's major. Yeah, yeah. And then
1: they did Star Wars. They did a Star Wars thing with Lisa Kudrow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: God, I love her. I love her. Um, she should host the
3: Oscars. She should. She'd be great. Oh my she gosh. should host the Oscars as Valerie Cherry. Oh, Can you I imagine the possibilities? I would die. Yeah,
1: I would die. And then
3: she could do a whole in memoriam to Mickey.
1: Oh, like I just found, I saw Mickey at an airport years ago and I was going through my computer deleting old photos and there was a picture with Mickey like the real, what's his name, Robert Michael Morris mm-hmm. and I was like, ugh oh. How devastating. Like, he was so talented and wonderful and...
3: So funny. Yeah. That's yeah. the
1: best. That's my favorite it's show. One of,
3: it's one of the best shows of all time. What's
1: your, what's your favorite? So what's your favorite movie, TV show?
3: Um, You know what is a great... This is going to be a twist, I think. To, oh, I can't And imagine. I haven't <laughs> even said this in oh any sort of, like, public thing.
0: <sighs> Exclusive. I just
3: started watching The Sinner. Yeah. And Jessica Beale. That is the best show I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It is so good. So I need to watch it. You need to watch it. It is like, it's shockingly good because every time I saw a billboard for that, I was like, the fuck are they yeah. like, why are they doing this to us? Like, haven't this, we had enough? <laughs> we had enough <laughs> of what? <laughs> just, just, Jessica just... Be like, just like <laughs> women, like, like the sinner with a woman like covered in rain. I was like, is she like a cop? <laughs> like, who knows? Like, we just had enough? Of Jessica yeah. Biel? And then I was like talking to some friends of mine from Oklahoma, where I'm from, and they were like all of us are into the center, like, hugely. And I was like, fucking, of course you are. But then they were like, no, it's so good. And I watched the first episode, and I immediately just got sucked in. And it's, like, all I think about. And I actually, like, love Jessica Biel. Again. I need to watch it. Yeah.
1: She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's stunning. I think a She's lot of a people... a good actress. A lot of people turned on her when she married Justin Timberlake, rightfully so. But, yeah. um
3: yeah, I'm rooting for her to
1: get out of that marriage. Get out and keep on <laughs> sinning. <laughs> get out, sin. sin. There's gonna be another season, right?
3: I think it's actually like a one and done season, but maybe she would do something else. I don't know, but uh, it's like interesting. Yeah.
1: What about movie? Like, what's your favorite movie?
3: My favorite movie of all time, yeah. or like a top two or three ish. Um, one of my top movies of all time, which is, is like kind of problematic now, is Pulp Fiction. Oh, and like. That's been a hard thing to reconcile. Yeah. Especially because, like, I love, like, Uma and Quentin's collaborations. Yeah. But now to know that they're, like, forever marred by, like, him forcing her to, like, drive a car on that Ugh. shitty road and, like, getting in a car crash, it's like, what the that fuck? That was on Kill Bill,
1: right? Yeah. that's just so terrible. Have you watched any of those movies since?
3: Um, I watched Kill Bill 1 and 2, actually, like, like right around the time that. Uma had been interviewed on the red carpet and she was like, I have a lot of things to say. Uh, and when the time chilling. is right, I'll say it. And I was like, I need to watch Kill <laughs> Bill now. And so I watched them and then the article came out. So it kind of made it even more visceral. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I mean,
1: all of the stuff going on with politics is so important, but it does mm-hmm. change how we feel about all this stuff. Yeah. I think with Roseanne coming out, I'm having like this, because I, I loved Roseanne. Yeah.
3: Roseanne's the best.
1: So good. And I'm like, I don't know exactly how I'm, supposed to feel about all of, I mean that's just one example but you know there's mm-hmm. many it's like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about all of these things and can you separate I mean that's like a deeper conversation but can you separate the art from the artists yeah or Blue Jasmine is one of my favorite movies I know and it's same like, I, and now it's
3: know. like ooh that feels weird mm-hmm. to say that but like it is a I mean it is a good movie and that is like a separate issue from like the fact that the director is like a pedophile essentially yeah. but it's like I don't know. It's just complicated. But it's good <laughs> to issues to talk about. I know. I know. We're getting so deep, but I love Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's <gasps> another one of my favorites yes. of all time. Oh my movies. god. It's so good. It's and the best.
1: Everyone is so fucking good in that movie. Kirsty Alley, Mindy Sterling. What's um Denise Richards is even Denise, good about? <sighs> She's amazing. Like, it's so good. That Lights movie's...
3: camera and me without a stitch of makeup on. <laughs> Oh my god! And Alison
1: Janney geez. and Alison
3: Janney coming back around
1: to yeah. Queen Janney. Oh my god! The only reason I wanted, now that we're talking about Queen Janney, is I wanted Laurie Metcalf to win because Same. I wanted her to have more opportunities in film. And I feel like Alison Janney, we, well, she is in film and rightfully so. I love yeah. Alison Janney so fucking much, and she deserved it for that role. I thought, but. I just thought Laurie Metcalf would have a little bit more opportunity in film if she would have won. Mm -hmm. And maybe it would have pushed her to do more film. And I just wanted more from her. I love her so much. I'm like, I want her to be doing film and more TV and everything.
3: Yeah. Did you watch her HBO show, Getting On? Yes. I loved it. That was so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. If you you haven't watched Getting On, go watch it. It's so good. It was so funny and dark and like talks about all these really sad mm-hmm. things in such a hilarious tone. Yeah. And there's nothing quite like it, really. No, yeah. I, I mean, it was a And shot... Nash is in it. Missy oh.
1: Nash and Alex Borstein was just so perfect. They were mm-hmm. all so perfect in it. And the finale was, you know, I didn't want it to end, but that finale is just perfection.
3: Yeah. I feel that way
1: about Enlightened, too. Did you watch oh, Enlightened? Yeah, I love Enlightened. Laura Dern. Mm-hmm.
3: That yeah. was an uncomfortable viewing experience. Like the, Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the whole, like, because she did played that character so well that you're like, ooh, like your skin is just like crawling cringy. for her because she's so like unself aware. Yeah. Uh Laura Dern I
1: heard had trouble with Mike White, the creator of that. Oh really? Yeah, like they did not get along.
3: Oh, twist. When I heard
1: knock I mean allegedly. Wow. That's uh, well, I can't even say it on air, uh- but I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Um,
3: did you find that somewhere?
1: No, somebody gave it to me. I oh, have a Laura wow. Dern memorabilia that I'm not supposed, I'm not allowed to talk about in public. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. No, <laughs> you don't want to cross that line. It's a good one though.
1: But I will say, I will point out that I have Countess Luann's crown up there. Oh, Going back wow. to Countess, that's from a charity event that Countess Luann did early season two that a friend gave me as a gift.
3: You have like a lot of celeb memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, the <I'm> rosy <laughs> the Rosie
1: Coosh Shooter
3: slingshot.
1: Oh, this Coosh Shooter, I want more. Yeah. All right, Laura. Now, what do you have coming up? You have Sexy Unique Podcast is weekly, right?
3: Sexy Unique Podcast is weekly. Um, Babe is also
1: weekly. Yeah, so tell me about what ba- what, what is Babe. So it's with Ryan.
3: Babe is with my best friend, Ryan O'Connell. And we just, like, we have these great conversations, like, every day. We live next to each other. And, like, we're in two apartments next door to each other in the same apartment building. Yeah. And so... He uh, had come on to Sex Unique podcast when I was recapping Jackson, Brittany, Take Kentucky, which is a show that no one watched, and rightfully <laughs> so. It was bad. And Did you watch it? Did we like, a little, a little bit. Like, okay. I, yeah. I watched the... Premiere in the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all um, you
1: need, really. You Jack's, get this. I don't mean to stop you, but Jack's tricks tricked me on social media the other day.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever He's see? Always one... pulling tricks. <laughs> you
1: know, he really did trick me, and I was like, "This is how he gets people to sleep with him." Because he kept liking a lot of my tweets.
3: Oh. And then,
1: and then I was like, "Oh, I," you know, I went to his profile and I followed him, but then he didn't actually follow me. He was, yeah. like, I don't know. It must have been like a bot or something that was like just going things.
3: through and yeah,
1: and people, you know, that happens all the time. But it, normally, I just. You know, you see someone like like a million things at once. You're like, oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he did. I'm like, oh, Jax and I are friends. And then he never followed me. But yeah. I followed him. He tricked me.
3: That is a trick. And now you're like beholden to like having to deal with all his like <laughs> NHL tweets, which was I like, I was about, I think I was about <laughs> to unfollow just because of all the hockey content. I was yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. No, then I... he did it for me. He's blocked me. <sighs> Oh, good. Just on Twitter though, out. which is fine. Yeah, because I'm still on in there on Instagram. You lucked out. You're still in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Ryan was recapping Jackson and Brittany. So we were recapping Jackson and Brittany, which we did weekly for like six weeks or however long the season was on the air. And then I was like, "Babe, this is really fun. Like, we need to we need to have our own podcast where we can just talk about whatever." Because I was doing bonus episodes for my Patreon for Sexy Unique Podcast, and on the bonus episodes, we just talk about whatever we want, and people were, like, flipping out over them. So then I was, I convinced him, I was like, we need to do a podcast on our own, and what should we call it? And we thought Babe was perfect, because we, Mm -hmm. A, call each other Babe all the time, and B, it's just kind of, like, the perfect, like, when you say that to someone, it's, like, the perfect kind of intervention language, Mm -hmm. where you're, like, I'm worried about you. Mm-hmm. You're being a little intense. <laughs> like maybe you but I like, also really care about you. Mm-hmm. So just trying to like check in and let you know that I know that you're a little out of line right yeah. now. Yeah. And then and then there's just so many babes in like pop culture and in politics and stuff. And then it's a great way to like interact with all of our readers as we call them on <laughs> the podcast. Oh. And we do a lot of reader mail where people talk about their most babe moments. And so it's fun. It's like a way to just talk about like your worst life moments in kind of a funny way. I love that. And Sexy Unique Podcast, every
1: week you recap Vanderpump Rules. Every
3: week I recap Vanderpump Rules. Um... And I have like a different guest on every week. Usually, someone that's like really funny and just loves the show and wants to really like break it down and talk about the episode and like just talk about these people's relationships and yeah. what it means for us, as like in wider terms of like where our culture is at now. And it's so funny. You are so hilarious. It's so Thank good. You.
1: And where can people find you on social media?
3: People can find me on social media on my personal at Lars Marie and then Sexy Unique Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Babe Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And anything else you want to plug? Um
1: I will while you're thinking about it, I will plug this show. If you like it, rate or review it on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino. We have a website up, everythingiconic.com. And that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything
3: else? No, just the podcasts. Yeah. You know, check them out. It's also so subscribe. good. And
1: like I said, your f- listeners are the best. They're like, so They're fun. so funny. Yeah.
3: It's such a great community that we tapped into of really like smart, hilarious people that like just love getting real. And ni- and nice too. Like, nice. a lot yeah. of,
1: you know, your show and I did that watch What Crappens and mm-hmm. they're fans are all super nice and funny and clever and everything yeah it's they're like, amazing it's a good such a great group of people. yeah, yeah. it's a great group of people <sighs> thank you for coming I yeah thanks time. for having me on I appreciate it I love you guys thank you for listening and we'll uh, see you next week oh everyone um, before I go check out I'm on Bitch Bible this week it's a podcast it's with uh, Jackie Schimmel so everyone listen to that and um, am I forgetting anything I don't think I am Favorite oh wait oh <sighs> <sighs> Wow. Oh Good one. Wow. Everyone take a second, breathe, pull over. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Mariah Carey song?
3: Um it's a toss up between Fantasy and Heartbreaker. I think I think I have to go with Heartbreaker because specifically like the jeans that she wore in that video mm-hmm. changed my life. They changed all of our lives. And I immediately went and like cut out Me the the, <laughs> the waistline, the waistband of my Abercrombie and Fitch like bell bottom flares. Mm-hmm. And was like, why isn't this giving me the same effect as Mariah's? Yeah, sure. And I, I still wonder about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Jerry O'Connell a fan letter. Oh, after love that. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, it
3: was a really good one. I like that there was Jay Z was in it. Like yeah. it was great. Some
1: animation. Yeah. Talk a about the anima- short animated film. from That when
3: people really cared about music videos too, where it was like, this video's gonna drop, and it would like premiere on TRL, and it was like a whole to do in the summer afternoons, like rushing yes. home to like watch. Watch TRL and see the best time in her. life, and they yeah. did a
1: making of the video at that time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was going through some trouble at that that time, but we didn't know it.
3: Yeah, we didn't know it. No.
1: All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you
3: for coming. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. I always do kisses. Kisses. <laughs>